What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Castle Door. I'm your boy Donnell, aka I'm Landlord. I'm Castles. Forgot the dang shirt, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll take from scratch and we'll love it. Go. What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Castle Door. This your boy Donnell, aka Landlord. This is Sean, aka Castles. Now we glad to have you back. Welcome. Today. So what are we talking about today, man? Well, today. Uh, today skip, I want to talk about. Uh, skip all the formalities. Yeah, yeah, we're going to just bump from all that. Today we're talking about the unchecked box. Uh, when I say the unchecked box, I'm talking about that 80 20 rule. You know, a lot of unstable creatures, whether they be man or woman, has a problem with the unchecked box. What they do is, and when I say the unchecked box, I mean this is a situation where you have people who look at, are you familiar with the 80-20 rule? No. Okay. So the 80-20 rule the 80-20 rule? The 80-20 rule is when you go to, um, let's say you have 80% of what you like in a person, right? Yeah. And you feel like you're just missing something. So, in relationships, a lot of people tend to pull and look for that outside source and make sure it's a uh, it's that 20%. So, maybe you like a girl that's a red bone with long hair. And you actually end up being with a woman who's dark skin and short hair. But you still got that fantasy of this light-skinned woman. So, you go out with the intent on finding that 20% of what you're missing and this 80% of what you got. Which really is 100% of what you got, but you just feel like you're still missing from that hole. So, the reason why I said we titled this The Unchecked Box is because everybody, when they're courting and they're looking for the woman, they got a caller, or, you know, if a woman's looking for a man, she has a checkbox of what she or he wants in that mate. And the problem is, a lot of times, we as people get in relationships and we look at what we have in our mate and we want more or we want something else. Variety, whatever that case is. And what happens is when we do that, we cause... We cause that void that we feel like we have, we put that ownership or that fault on our mate. And that becomes the problem. Well, that's not unrealistic to me to expect to find the full 100%. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way you're going you're gonna to be searching forever. You're going to be single right. forever looking for the full 100 if you get a if you get an eighty, that's good. That's better than trying to search for the full hundred. Well, here's the problem though. the The problem is many people they say that, but then they get that eighty, and they still just think about what about that other twenty percent of what I want. Whether that is, let's say my check boxes, I want a woman who's like five three, you know, light skin. Long hair, big breast, you know, nice waist, you know, fun. 
Let's say that's my preference. You mean fun? You mean fun size? Fun size, yes. <laughs> fun, fun size. You know, some, some. Yeah, I want you to know? say you think the tall girl can't be fun? No, the tall, the big, big girl can be fun. I mean, hey, it just, it's up, whatever the preference is. And let's say I'm dating someone who's like six foot two, and she darts in Amazon. Yeah, 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 I'm climbing that tree. But let's say it's that, you know, that's what I'm dealing with. But every time I go out, I'm looking at this light-skinned girls, and I'm like, damn, all right, dang, I like these short, light-skinned girls. I'm looking for the twenty percent. Although this woman who's six two might actually be everything that I need. And now it's just talking about that unchecked box because she's not five three. She's six two. So I, I that's a box that I left unchecked because she's not the height that in my mind I think is my perfect one. Right, right. Oh so that's why I said the unchecked box. Um you know I was talking about love languages to a couple people and we were talking about how you grow with one another and how you maintain certain aspects of what you have to do. And it's frustrating because you don't like, let's say my love language is gifts, buy me stuff. That's, that's, that's what I want. But let's say your love language is quality time. And you know that your mate don't have the time because they building a dynasty. Or y'all have 15 kids. Getting back to the, the more kids than parents ratio. You know, where it gets a problem. Where you're not playing man to man, you playing zone. Like, yeah, when you not got to that point. kids, man. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, you're not... If you're not playing man to man and you you playing zone now, it's a little too many more kids and you you gotta work through it. You know you got to work. You really got to be on team at that point, cause somebody gonna have to double down, and you know it, it got to be able to you know run that play. Right, right. You know, so it's just, but it's just the unrealistic nature of people wanting other people to be more than what they're able to be. That's what I say about that on checkbox. Like, if no, if I say my love language is, hey, I want you to serve me up every morning when you wake up for me to be fulfilled. And you say that's not realistic. You say, hey, maybe three days a week. If she say that and she's fine with three days a week, and I can, I mean, that's, that's, that's meeting you halfway on your request. Right. That's at least halfway. That's an effort, though. But if it ain't no effort, you feel slighted. Because you want every day, and they getting it once a week. So, it's like... When you does that box become a priority? You can't get everything you want, though. But when does that box become a priority, and when is it not? When is it a an option and when is it a priority that's the question Shoot. when is it an option or when is it a priority right I don't know you gotta look how can you live without without having it that way or 
you might have to Nami keep it moving because everything will come 100% like to me that's really unrealistic you gotta expect at least the 80 at least 80 you know what I mean and following that 80 20 rule like well, you have to give up that 20 or at least not expect it all the time like there's there's compromise you gotta have conversations about these things so you can't question. you can't just stew in it and be <laughs> be mad and then they don't know why you mad you walking around the house with an attitude they're like what's wrong with them you know what i mean you gotta just have you gotta communicate these type of things i can dig that so a question about that so let's say let's say my box one of my boxes is you it, it, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change. So not only am I gonna say the box, but what if one of the things that sets you off in your list of things is like prime example, toilet paper should be rolled top over. Period. Anybody who rolls under, they're a communist, they're crazy, they're bipolar, I don't know what to say. They they are psychotic. I mean, the, the, uh... It could go either way to me. No, no, they're psychotic if they do that. The patent yeah. shows it going over. Should go over. The patent? under. Yes. If you look at the patent <laughs> for the toilet paper roll, it goes over. Not under, over. That's a pet peeve of mine if y'all just need to know. That, that's one that really just irks my nerves. And then, like... To me, it could go either way. So you the one that squeezed toothpaste from the center. Yeah. So you don't pull from the bottom and work your way up? Nah, you squeeze from the center till you can't walk it no more. Then you got bring some up from the bottom. See, that's the psychotic. <laughs> that is crazy to me. You have to start from the bottom, work your way to the top, roll it like a joint. Nah. Not that I know what that is or how to do that. But uh, roll it like a joint. Just push forward, roll. Perfect. That's how it should go. Like a burrito. I can't say that. Okay. A burrito. There you go. Like that. Nice and neat. Should not be in, like, oh, that. That is, that, I've broken up, folks, for, for toothpaste doing that. It's like, well, you know, because you're doing that just so messy and haphazard. Like, I could just, oh, God. It hurt my heart there. I'm learning a lot about you on this show, bro. Good God. Yeah, there nothing wrong with that. Oh my goodness! Next, you gonna tell me you know it's okay for her to wipe um uh, uh, back to front? Nah, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> it's just as nasty to me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you've been told to wipe front to back, so. Hey, but you've been told you like even the instructions on the toothpaste say so you start from the tip and go up. I ain't gonna lie. When I when I was a kid. I used to wipe back to front. Having <laughs> <laughs> all the little dust bunnies and like dingleberries on your, on your set. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. When I was a kid, I used to wipe front to back. I mean, back to front. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know what? Kids, kids are just nasty in general. <laughs> you can tell a kid what to do, they still just nasty. I, I just, I don't know. And then, like, you remember, like, preteens, it was like teenage years, preteens, your early teenage years, you get up and. You would just grab some clothes, run out the door because you about to be late for the bus. Nah, I ain't never gonna do that. Like you spraying like um, Old Spice, 
like okay, right. I grew up I grew up East Atlanta, Decatur, so I always have yeah. to have been fresh. I mean you was, you just splashing up whole spice to make sure you ain't smelling you know, must even in the classroom like <clears throat> <coughs> no, like my, like I used to iron my school clothes the night before. I used but to you be couldn't pressed. do the toothpaste right. I used to be pressed and, and, and clean. Me know what you talking about. <laughs> but you couldn't do the toothpaste <laughs> right. Nah. See, nah, see. Uh, your story ain't that no. <laughs> nah. Ain't no right or wrong way to squeeze the toothpaste out the, the, the tube. Hey, worst thing they could ever told me when I was in middle school was... Uh, Old Spice. That was the worst thing. Because we didn't have, like, these new kids, they, they got Febreze now. So they, they spray their stuff and they, they walk. Yeah, we just had a Aqua Velva, you know, whatever you can get. <laughs> so you were spraying on your clothes to make sure it smelled fresh? Yeah. So yeah. You, did, you weren't going to school with, with clean clothes then? Are you talking about be squeezing the tooth from the middle? <laughs> hey, it ain't. Hey. I will say this. You were in the you were in the socks from yesterday too. <laughs> that was my chore was not doing laundry. My sister was malicious. You you were wearing the sweaty socks from the day before. <laughs> my sister was malicious. She washed everybody's clothes and be like, "So uh, your clothes you need to get them washed, huh?" Here's what I need. She was evil like that, you know. Take the iron, hide the iron in her room, lock her door, tight, you know. I don't think you would try iron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would try You know what, when I got big enough and I started making enough money, it was just kind of a conversation like, nope, I'm dry clean. Yeah, I don't do laundry. Yeah, I'm dry clean. Yep, yep. That's like, for me, I know how. I just, it's, it's something I don't like. Yeah, I dry clean. You know, when I first started making a lot of good money, I would just go buy new clothes. Like, throw away clothes I had and just buy new ones. Like, wouldn't wear the same underwear, wouldn't wear the same pair of socks. Just like, oh, yeah, that's done. Yeah, that's done. And it, it was bad. Then I was like, it got to the point where... Some stuff, you got to wash them before you wear them, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, like I used to walk in a department store, and I say which one. And I want to know. <laughs> And uh, they had a box come in with some sneakers, and them joints had mice in them. Mm. They not ate through some of the sneakers, but the ones that they ain't ate through, they still sold them shit. They had like poop in them and everything. <laughs> Dead mouse rolled up in there. And they still sold them, so. I mean, I, that I do understand. Uh, um, funny story. Um, I was uh. Middle school? No, I was high school. And a family member bought all the guys matching pajamas for Christmas. So, we're there. We're enjoying uh, enjoying Christmas and everything. So, everybody was like, all right, we're going to go change. It was all at my brother's house. So, we all go change, put on these pajamas, right? Mm -hmm. So, I have real bad allergies. I'm there, I'm wearing the pajamas. So that night I get home and like I have hives all over my legs, um, my back, you know, um, and I'm young, I'm like fifteen. So I, I come in my mom's room, I'm like, uh 
I got I gotta tell you something. So and this is how I, I told my mother I wasn't a virgin. I was like, I need to tell you something. She was like, What? I said, I think I have a problem. She was like, What? I said, I'm about to go off. I just need I need to go to the emergency room because my my whole legs are on fire right now. Like all three of my legs are on fire. <laughs> so she was like, What? I was like, I'm on fire. I need to go. So we're going to the emergency room after she was like, pull your pants up, pull your pants up. So we're going to the emergency room. Uh, I get to the emergency room. On the way there, the girl I had been messing with, I'm cussing her out. I'm like, you all sorts of dirty, blase, blah. Real disrespectful, real wrong. I should have never done that. But I felt some type of way. So I was like, yo. So I'm cussing her out. I you get to the gun. I did, I did. Get to the hospital and they was like, yeah, you got an allergic reaction. She um, probably didn't want nothing to do with you off that up. didn't. After I came off of the Benadryl and the hives went down and my skin cooled off, I had to do this long apology call. It was terrible. And then it was like, oh, I just want you to know it was not intentional. This is what I heard. This is what I did. And she was like, delete my number. <laughs> no comment, we'll just delete my number. And I was like, but baby, 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 please. I don't blame her. <laughs> hey, that's why I say speak with purpose and speak, you know, hey, with intent. So, I, there was a valuable lesson in that conversation. But, uh, go back and check in that box again. Because she had everything I wanted as far as the fun size and the fun uh, categories. But nothing of substance. She wasn't a ride or die. Sometimes you got to get mad and get yelled at. And y'all got to have a, a, a misunderstanding. Make up, you know, make up fun time is always good times. Ain't nothing like getting angry and saying, huh? Come on, come on, get it. That's what, so. So you're saying because she weren't okay with it, that's like her not checking a box? That was a check, that was me unchecking that box with her. She didn't have a forgiving spirit. <laughs> Though I was wrong, <laughs> I admitted to being wrong. I forgive his spirit after yes. he's all cussed out <laughs> and tell her how unclean she is. I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot, I would have understood and I would have made. Would you? Yeah, would have had fun with her, man. Man, man what? Would have been like, oh, yeah, okay. Talk that mess. Yeah, yeah, baby, talk that mess. Go ahead. You angry? Okay. I, I kind of like it. Get get it loud again. I want to kind of turn on me. Speak your mind, baby. If you say so. <laughs> now, I ain't talking about like verbally abusive, but you know, sometimes you got to. Dang. All right, baby, you said that with your chest. Uh-huh. She'll be telling you how, how you dumb and can't read. <laughs> Hey, I got a GED, man. Y'all like, leave me alone. And you're going to be like, that's right, Sebabi Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's scenario. I mean, my scenario. Let go. Um, Yeah, but, you know, I do want to know, uh, what boxes did you leave unchecked in your relationship? And how did you make that relationship succeed and kind of really would like to know where y'all growth came from from that box. If you know somebody and that's just the way they are like 
putting toilet paper upside down or squeezing toothpaste from the center. And that's something that, that's a box that, ooh, it irks my nerves. But how do you get around that? And how is the, the partner, does the partner get around knowing that that's a pet peeve or something that's a shortcoming of you deal with? That's the question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be able to add some videos or, or anything? No, I was just saying that was a really good way to oh, stop it. Yeah. All right, let's cut Also, it. I don't want... Cut it, then. You got to get here. Okay. Right. <laughs> and it looks it's just like, hey, yo. Right, you got to hit stop. All right. So, oh, so over five... 